Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life, and we're back after uh, being kind of absent a little bit over the summer. Yep. We're excited to kind of jump back into our weekly recordings of podcasts, and today we've got a really good topic that we want to discuss, and mm-hmm. it is the idea, the reality, really, yeah. that husbands and wives are uh, obviously very different people mm-hmm. and often have different opinions and preferences and desires and aesthetics and um, sometimes conflicting differences. Yes. So when I talk about how to uh, navigate those differences and love each other still and have a have a good marriage, though, though you've got all these differences that are right. present. Right. Yeah. We need that. But why did this come up, Mark? Why did this exact topic come well, up? Let me remind you of something. Tr- <laughs> truth, truth be told, um, on Thursday, this previous week, I shared the story with Thrive, the mm-hmm. marriage ministry, about basically this master bedroom fiasco. Whoa, um, fiasco is a strong word. <laughs> where you, you went through all these iterations of like, our bedroom design and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bedroom furniture and pictures and all this. And we realized, maybe you pointed this out, that, yeah. that the version that of the story that I told happened to be very one-sided. Yeah, only you. <laughs> I, I, I had a lot of things I could have interjected to say. Yes. You know? But I had the microphone. Right. I was teaching. And yeah. so I got to share my version of the story. Only. Yes, yes. So so what we'll do is we'll just get this started. This story kind of illustrates how you and I are different. Yeah. And so um, I'll share it again. Okay. And then you can correct, mm-hmm. rebuke, uh, <laughs> yeah. custom, just you know. bring up what you missed. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, your side of it. Okay, yeah. so, um, man, when did this even start? I guess a few months ago, almost six months ago, yeah. I left on a trip and I was gone for the week. And when yeah. I came back... Bethany had surprised me mm-hmm. by painting a, an entire wall in our master bedroom, an yes. accent wall, right, and securing new bedroom furniture that, yes. that you acquired through Facebook Marketplace, bought used, right? Right. And you had worked with friends and family members to move out all of the old furniture and move in all of the new furniture without me knowing about any of this. Yeah. So I get home after being gone for the week and you're like, surprise, I redid everything and you didn't have to do anything. Yes. That was pretty amazing. Yeah. Right? Props to you. Thank you. For doing that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like I often will ask you on your day off, which you just love, hey, we, yeah. <laughs> we need to go pick this up, pick this item up. I bought it off the marketplace, you know, kind of the, the new Craigslist, right, on Facebook. And, um, you know... I thought, while Mark's gone, I've been wanting to do this. I've been waiting, let's just say, 14 and a half years at yeah. that point for bedroom furniture that matched. You know, I don't know why. I mean, maybe, probably a lot of women listening can just, they, they know what I'm talking about. I wanted the nightstands to match the headboard, to match the dresser, you know, and have it all go together. Because we had three different colors of woods. And, you know, anyways, I was just trying to do this. And then I thought, I'm going to do this when my husband's gone and just make sure he didn't have to do a single thing. So, I mean, I had friends. I had people in Thrive Help. I had a neighbor that I really didn't know that well, move furniture out. I mean, <laughs> I slept. I was painting at 9 p.m., 
with a little fine brush where the colors, you know, I mean, yeah. it was just like, it was a lot of work. It was oh, yeah. a lot of work. I know. <laughs> and it was a huge act of love because one of the things that is, you know, occasionally frustrating for me uh-huh. is going on all of these late night runs to go pick up this furniture or that furniture, or, you know, yeah. because you buy and sell a lot of stuff in the marketplace. So right. like doing this was awesome. Yes. Except Woo-hoo. except <laughs> the story doesn't end here, unfortunately. In fact, this is only the beginning right. because, you know, basically, what, a day or two or uh, within a week after you move all this new stuff in, surprise me, wow, this is great. We have a friend who offers to give us their bedroom set. Like, yeah. what are the chances of that? And you Seriously. go and, and you discern that this n- other new bedroom set happens to be Better, way better, way way better than the one that you just moved. We moved in without me. Yeah, and so um, I find myself disassembling all the okay, furniture wait, whoa, whoa, that whoa, you wait, did wait, wait, wait. and moving up. it all in. Back it up, back it up. It's true. So we're we're given the option something that we might have for ten years. You know, we think about like ten more years, fifteen maybe, right? And we we got we ended up with kind of a chintzy one. It looked cute, but it was more chintzy. The drawers, whatever, you know, were not as good. So then we have this other opportunity to get one that's solid. I mean, Costco, like heavy duty. I mean, so when you're when you're looking for at ten years, big picture, it's like this is going to be better to just the struggle now. It'll be a little struggle, a little sweat, a little time, <laughs> but it will be better in the long run. And I knew I could sell the furniture I just got for more than I had bought for it. Mm. So mm-hmm. it was like a win-win, just some a little bit of losing. Yeah, just the only li- person who loses <laughs> in the scenario is me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who helped you move, disassemble the new furniture? Uh, me. Yeah. And move it upstairs with my groaning and my weak muscles. I mean, yep. like, I was part of it, too. Yep. Yeah. Actually, that, that was the big piece of the story that I left out when I told it live is that you know, yes, I had to take my next couple of days off to like lift and move stuff out and then uh, new stuff back in. Right. Like the piece of that that I didn't share is that you ended up helping me with a lot of that. Yes. Which is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, Because me and you are like struggling to carry a cabinet up the stairs. and Yeah. You yeah. overestimate my strength <laughs> in that, those sort of moments. It's like, just can you lift higher? And I'm like, no, that's... <laughs> I'm the weaker vessel. My muscles, they're not like your muscles. They're different. Yeah. (laughs) But we made it. Yeah. We've had a lot of those kinds of like interactions where we're lifting something, usually that you've bought in the marketplace. Yeah. Yeah. And we have to be careful. Yes. You know, to still be kind to each other. (laughs) That is a moment where where differences can kind of creep in and uh, get us frustrated a little bit. We need to show little extra love and patience because sometimes I just can't do what you're wanting me to yeah, do yeah. <laughs> or I don't understand. Yep. I don't know why, but I, I'm not spatial. So Well, the way the, the bedroom furniture fiasco story ends yes. is really um, the, the finishing touch was you had me install these picture frames uh-huh. that after a week you didn't like. So I took the picture frames down I and know. then I put in new picture frames and, and then one of them remained empty for months. So I yeah. filled it with a picture of bloody fish and it was Ugh. funny for me. And you didn't, you didn't think that was it actually very funny. No, it wasn't funny. Yeah. And I had, meanwhile, I, before you put your picture in, there was a picture ordered on the way. In fact, the picture's in now. It. The picture's in now at our house. <laughs> yeah. I just, it just takes a while to ship. So, you know, I mean, 
And our bedroom looks nice. It's comfortable. It's it pretty. You make the bed. It looks all sparkly. You know, with four kids in the house, we got to keep that bedroom neat and clean and tidy. And so there it is. Final product. Yeah. For all the people who walk into our master bedroom <laughs> yeah, no. and look around. It's mostly right? for me and you. Yeah. Yeah, right, obviously. And one of us cares and one of us doesn't <laughs> really care. <laughs> but because you love me, you care about what I care about. So I appreciate that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess what we're trying to say here is that we're different people. We've got different opinions, different preferences, yes. you know, different ways we would want to spend a day off, Totally. different things we would want to buy yes. with a chunk of money. And uh, yet we live in the same home. We spend our time together right. and uh, we're going to continue to do so for the long haul in life. Yes. So how do we overcome our differences? How do we, ma- how do we have and maintain a good relationship though we've got these different and sometimes conflicting yes. perspectives? Yeah. Um, And so we'll just spend the rest of our time talking about how to overcome differences. And this is kind of like general high level kind of maybe even big picture kind of coming back to the podcast for this new season. But, you know, I think just a good general overarching topic for us to discuss. Right. Right. Uh, So I think one way that we overcome differences is just through grace yeah. Obviously, you know, we have are the recipients of grace and, and mercy from the Lord. And so we, in turn, ought to be people who show that to others, especially our spouses, yeah. our, our spouse. Um, so in my case with you, I need to show you a lot of grace and I need to show you a lot of mercy be, just because of who I am before God. I've been the recipient of those things. And so I, I am obligated to do the same for you. Yeah. And I and think then you for me. Right. Totally. And I, I, I think it's easier possibly to do that when you first meet your spouse, you're dating them or even the first few years, you know, we tend to overlook some of the differences or, oh, you know what? I'm just, you know, we're different. Oh, that's okay. And almost appreciate them. As the years go on, though, sometimes those differences can really kind of bother us. It's like, how much longer am I going to deal with this? And uh, maybe we're even shorter with our spouse because of these things that we've seen for years. And, you know, I tried to be gracious, but now it's just, it's just still frustrating. It's still there. And I think God doesn't say, you know, in a marriage, you know, your grace runs out just like God's grace to us. It never runs out. And so I think we need to look at our spouse and provide that grace and, um, continue even each year, each day to, to provide it fresh. Yeah. You think about what, what a proof that there is sin in the world that the, the fall of Adam and Eve took place and that we inherited that sin nature. Um, if the very thing that attracted us to our spouse becomes the thing that we despise um, or become bitter about with yeah, our spouse. Right. You know, it's like that. that's one way that the enemy can take something good and twist it. You know, maybe, or maybe it's maybe it's like the pebble in the shoe analogy, where it just over time it becomes more and more frustrating, more and more annoying. Yeah. Your patience becomes less and less, and and that little thing that you thought was cute or funny in the beginning is right. now like a mountain that you can't get over. Yes, yes, yeah, exactly. So grace and mercy um, just are right at the front of this discussion because um, in order for our marriage to continue beyond, you know, one day, we're going to have to show it, show these things to each other. 
um, regularly. Yeah, for sure. So another, I kind of alluded to patience. I mm-hmm. think that's another big piece to add to this. Just yeah. to maintain a good relationship despite the differences, you got to be patient with your spouse, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, you can't, yeah, I, I think sometimes we want, even though we know our spouse is different, even though I know, Mark, you're totally different than me, sometimes I can lack the patience needed to show you love between the differences because I just think, why isn't he more like this or why isn't he thinking more like that? And I'm not, you know, I, I, I got to remember to be long-suffering or just to wait happily even at times and not rush you or not expect you to do it a certain way or not get frustrated if it's not going the way that I want it to go. And, you know, we often think that our way is best or our thoughts or our plan or our decision here is best. And it's like we need to show that patience and that waiting and that long suffering. Uh, it's going to be better when you show that because you, you're going to need it. You're going to need to toss that patience right back to me yeah. like five minutes later. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, um, it's good that you don't uh, expect me to even talk or communicate in the same way that you do. I mean, you, you have to show patience a lot toward me just because like I have to process stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I process things, I think through things. And then, you know, f- when I finally am able to like articulate them, it doesn't necessarily come out really rapidly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're just the opposite. So here's, this is a way we're, we're different. Totally. And, and so like your thoughts and words just come flooding out. I mean, yeah. really like a fire hose opened yeah. up full, <laughs> full bore. Just it's true. unleash the floodgates. Right. Oh yes. And so you have to be patient with me literally for my words to be formed and to share them. And right. then I need to be, be patient with you, you know, to listen to your words, all of them. And uh, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> and then, um, you know, s- sift through those yes. and then respond. And, yes. you know, so anyway, we, we do, it, it, it is necessary for us to be patient with each other mm-hmm. in our differences, through our differences. Right. Right. And even, I mean, it's, it's one of the things that, you know, that you just talked about. It's one of the things that drove me the craziest about you at the beginning of our marriage. Like crazy head over heels in love? Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like I would just be like, oh, the processing, the difference, you know. But now it honestly is one of my favorite things about you because we're so different and I need that and I've grown hopefully in the way my words come out and how I think through things. So, I mean, as I chose to be patient with you, it's interesting to see how God has blessed and maybe grown me spiritually mm-hmm. because I see mm-hmm. what could be frustrating as a good thing and to look at it a positive way and even learn, okay, wow, we are so different. How, what can I learn from that? Like, how can I learn totally. to be a better communicator, to be a better listener, all of those things? Totally. And so there, there is a sense there in which, you know, we, we learn to appreciate our differences, learn to love our differences, that, that could be even something that we add to the list of how to overcome these differences. Well, look at it from a completely different perspective right? where you really are thankful for it and appreciate it because it balances you out in some way, shape or form. Totally. When we briefly, we've, we've alluded to like your spontaneity and, and how I like to more plan. I mean, that's, I love that. Even though there's a, you know, sometimes a, ah, it's like, oh no, let's just go do this. You say, you know, and everyone, all the kids are like, yay. And then you look at me and it's like, oh, okay. You know, but I love that. I love there's a spontaneity. I love that you have that in our family. I love the way that brings our family joy and makes things exciting and our family time is better for it. 
So. And I love that you plan things and think through like, <laughs> details. <laughs> true, true. We need both. We do. That's right. Okay. Okay. So I guess we've said grace. We've said patience. This third thing that we just said just now was learn to value and appreciate, appreciate the differences it. because of the way they balance you out. So maybe a fourth thing to add here is the idea of commitment to your covenant. So when you got married, right. you made a covenant. So yeah. you just, you made a promise. Right. You've got to, you got to deliver on your promise. Yes. You got to hang in there because you said you would. Right. And so when it comes to differences, okay, well, big surprise, we're different. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You made a promise that you're going to love this person for the rest of your life. So, so do it, do that. Right. <laughs> and don't let these differences be some reason for you to stop on your promise that you made. Yeah. Yeah, and even you can choose to remain in that covenant um, and, and find some joy and, and work hard on, have some effort in working through the differences, or you can just get grumpy and cause problems, right? There's going to be differences. So we're saying since you made that covenant promise, you have really, what are the two options? To just be stinky about it, you know, like just to whine, complain, be frustrated, make it make it more difficult or work through it in a way where you're sticking with it all the way to the end mm-hmm. and and figuring out a way to embrace and and love and be patient and be gracious through it. You know, there's there's the two options. Yeah, that's so. right. Um, OK, another thing, maybe number five here is to initiate forgiveness. So you, you be the one, whoever you are, who's listening to this, you be the one to initiate the forgiveness with your spouse and be the first one to speak up, be the one to own up to fault and swallow your pride and just start the conversation of reconciliation, get the ball rolling. And and this is, this can be so hard. I mean, my head will tell me, you know, even when we're in a little tiff, there's like a little tiff happening, yeah. you know, just a little sharpness to our words. And my head will tell me, Bethany, you know, you should go just say, I'm sorry, Mark, that I, I was frustrated there, you know. And, and yet my, my body is like, you know, it's just like I just feel this kind of, but he did this. He should say, you know, I feel this tension. This one area of, of our marriage where I just, I know and, and, and I know in 30 minutes from now, this thing that we're even talking about, not, not really even a big deal. I mean, a lot of them small. They start small. You know, if you can just initiate that forgiveness right away, get past, fight your body, your flesh, who's like yeah. fighting this right. idea of humbling yourself. But it's so important. Totally. Because we, we, when we make that, reconcile that relationship, everything is so much better. Mm-hmm. And, and we can move forward. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so I guess the idea there is you you be the one to initiate, you be the change, you know, be be the godly person that you need to be in the relationship and right. then the other person that that's kind of between them and the Lord, like they they need to be that person, they ought to right. initiate, but that's on them. You can't control what they no. do. No. And yeah. so I guess that is a good way to end this discussion is just by the acknowledgement that in some cases there's going to be one spouse who just might not um, might not employ these principles that we just talked about. Right. They might not be. They might have lost some of their commitment, some of their zeal, and uh, you're the only one in the relationship who's fighting to maintain it and overcome the differences. And so we just recognize that that's a reality. Yeah. And I talk to married couples often where where that right. is the case in the, in the marriage counseling office, um, and 
I guess the bottom line there is, you know, you're going to stand, you're each going to stand before God and give an account for how you lived and how you uh, treated your spouse. And so what you can do, take it to the bank, is um, be the godly person that God wants you to be and, you know, not try to control your spouse. Right. Yeah. I mean, you only, I say this a lot to women who maybe feel rightly or wrongly, I don't know, um, that their spouse isn't doing these things in their marriage, these kind of these principles we were just talking about. And I said, look, you're, you can only be in charge of the things that you do. You know, it'd be great if he was here and we were talking and he's like, oh yeah, you're right. I need to do all these things, but he's not. Mm-hmm. We're talking about you and what are your options? It's like your option is to please the Lord, even when your spouse isn't, and to follow what his word says. And, and I'm not saying it's easy. By no means is it easy, but that's your option. Or your other option is to go your own way, deal with it your own way, deal with it in a sinful way, potentially. And so it's going to be a wise choice because, as you just said, we're going to stand before God to say, even though it was tough and he wasn't maybe responding this way, I, I chose to do the things that you called me to do. Right. And you never know how God is working on your spouse through the way that you live. That's right. Right? He's living, you know, he or she is living with you, watching your life and your children too, if you have them. How is God using you and your good example to to commit to God's ways above, you know, any other ways in his own life or her own life and in your children's lives and those around you? That's right. It's good. Well, thanks for listening. And um, if you are new to the podcast or, Mm -hmm. you know— have not yet subscribed, we want to encourage you to do that. Yeah. Um, subscribe. And then if you haven't made a comment or liked our podcast in whatever podcast app that you listen to this, do that. That would be encouraging for us. And we want to uh, kind of get back into a rhythm here starting this fall of 2021 and uh, have some, some good episodes coming down the pike. Yeah. Yeah. We're happy to be back. It's good to chat with you guys and we will talk to you next time. Okay. See ya. <laughs>